www.staggeringstories.net podcast series one number 15. Hmm, I feel we should go back to our roots for this one. Hang on a moment. Blast from the past. Greetings, imaginary constructs. Welcome to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 15. Hooray! Yeah, I know, I said that really, really good, didn't I? If this podcast was a cheese, it would be Gorgonzola. It would be Stinking Bishop. Oh, hello, uh, welcome to the Staggering Stories podcast. I'm, uh, who am I? God Bob? Knows. Tony. Good. Ah, yeah. Yes, yes, I, I'm Tony. Then uh, there's the chief scientist chap. Hi. I'm Adam. Uh, yes, he's doing air quotes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and fake Keith? I'm sleepy again. Alrighty. Uh, I'll be grumpy next time. All right. Just don't be sneezy, please. I couldn't handle it in the edit. <laughs> well, I'm always dopey, so. Discharge, well, yes. you may be. And, and, and crumbling. And I'm engaged. Yes. Oh. Congratulations. <laughs> he pops the question to Captain Yates. <laughs> he said yes. <laughs> yes. And then they'll have a little Jeep together. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, congratulations to you and your. Um, well, uh, it's without actually saying names. Uh, not betrothed. Fiance. Fiance. Oh yeah, fiance. There's this really good thing called a dictionary. It has words. He saw us. Well, the thing is, I was trying to sort of come up with a, a female thing, so people knew it was actually a woman he was engaged to, well, which is going e to ruin so many people's <laughs> imaginations, fantasies. Calendars are going to be ripped down all around the country. Ah, oh, of course, because Crumbly is a gay icon. He is. <laughs> he is. Told. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Oh well. No so more Captain really sorry Jack about that, guys. Yum tree. Hmm. <laughs> yep. Anyway, um, well, first of all, now that we've got those congratulations out of the way, and we genuinely do mean that. Well done, mate. Um, mm. Thank you. Where is Keith? Is Keith? Mm. Oh, I said it oh. before you. You did well done. Thank you. Congratulations. Can you say other things before me? Other things before me. It's after. There. You just completely uh, failed in your task there. Did. You lose. <laughs> we can edit it so you're. Oh, thank you. Keith, <laughs> well, we've sent. Keith, basically, as a freelance peacekeeping agent to Kosovo. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He survived the Welsh. Yeah. So. Well, bits of him did. Well, he ran away. Yeah. Um, and we so, stuck all the various bits back together again. Yeah. Um, I, I, I still don't think that digit should have gone there. <laughs> yes, but now his knees work, and they never have before. Yeah, that's worrying. They never quite used to frankly. bend. Well, they did, but they bent in unique ways. Oh, I see. I'm sure they did. We don't want to go there. What you two do in your spare time is none of our concern. Coincidentally, we're recording this on January the 18th or 19th? It's February. Yes. All right, I get confused. I can't help it. I've eaten. It is the 18th. It's the 18th. So January 18th. This podcast officially recognises Serbia. Kosovo. Serbia. Is it Kosovo? It's Kosovo. Kosovo. We're not sure who we recognise, <laughs> but, but we may have mistaken them for someone else. It's, Hang on, it's which one, one of the Baltic away? states? <laughs> Kosovo. Away? Kosovo. Right, let's start that again. Ah. No, this has to stay in because I'm the only one who didn't sound a total knob. <laughs> this podcast officially recognises Kosovo. Are we sure? <laughs> <laughs> Point to it on the map. Uh, oh, well done. Uh, <laughs> Right, so yes, because uh, Bush can't be bothered. So, talking of presidents. Talking. 
No, no, not talky. Sorry, my ears are sort of plugged up. And the wildebeest. Yeah, I was going to mm. say, it's going to have wildebeests and stuff like that. You are, you're becoming that old woman hey. from, from um, uh, Faulty Towers. Hey. <laughs> what was her name, Mrs... Um, Delphine? Trellis? No, no, not Mrs. Trellis. Uh, she, uh, she was in Please Sir. You've got to mm. stop wobbling your finger like that. Right, you tell me to stop wobbling my belly, now I'm not allowed to wobble my finger. Yes, but it was making my eyes go all funny, like when I watched The Blair Witch Project and I would be sick. Only William Shatner can wobble his belly. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, we broke crumbly. We did. We did, we broke crumbly. There's Um, only so much a crumbly can take in one um, evening. You start off, first of all, with showing the crumbly in question. The Merca. Oh, yes. From oh, Warriors of the, the Pantomime Horse. And immediately after the showing of the Merca, yes, right. there was the plummeting of the bendy door. Oh, oh yes, the bendy door. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. the bendy door. It's a shame you didn't actually show him the uh, Ingrid Pitt karate lesson. Uh, I was too far into the DVD, but I would have. Uh, I think that, that would have broken that him before he left him. the yeah. house. Yeah. Uh, you, f- you, you then move on from that, yep. which is an excellent beginning, by oh, the way. Oh, yes, yes. You then move on from that to the opening scene, the pre-credit scene, to A Man for Emily from The Tomorrow People, Peter which Davison is a long, prostituting himself. slow pan-up. This mm. is Peter Davison's very first TV exposure. He needed the money. <laughs> um, you've got Peter in his lovely sort of King green baseball-y boot thingy-me-bobbies. No, no size fifteen. Stark bollock naked, except for, for a pair of very, very tight dark blue underpants. <laughs> Which, and? The, which the camera lingered over a little bit too long Ooh. for comfort. <laughs> Did and it need to zoom? I'm not saying. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the white bubble firm wig. Oh, yes. Oh, and that, oh, and yeah. the strange little smile on his face. That's because his undies were very tight. And then, of course, because we were doing this on Adam's Starfleet view screen. Oh, yeah. Which is now so damaged beyond repair. <laughs> <laughs> we then immediately the went straight into the title out. sequence of the Tomorrow People, which oh, oh, that fi- damaged him. Finished him off nicely. Not quite. No, 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 no. He was wounded. He was mortally wounded, but to put him out of his misery, we showed him both episodes. Episodes of Dimensions in Time. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Which was rather cringeworthy. The, that's the uh, Children and Need Doctor Who thing from 1993. Mm. It's a good job we're not in America. That would class as cruel and unusual punishment. Mm. So yeah. this podcast mm. is cruel and unusual punishment. <laughs> By the way, we need to thank Tin Dog. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes. Yes. Give us a wonderful review on iTunes. Um, Probably ages back now. But yes, uh, one of the <laughs> bestest <laughs> podcasts coming out of Britain today. Oh, Excellent. Yes. Oh, um, what I remember. Um, oh, he's, big, he's, hi to, big hi to everyone over at um, the official um, Harry Harrison news blog. Yes, oh, yes, yes. They gave us yes, a, a hello, did. didn't they? Yes, uh, thank you for that. that, that mm. Yes, hello, Harry Harrison, official blog people. You're waving your I hand thought, I thought you were going to turn around and a big hello to you truckers out there. That's <laughs> what I, I honestly <laughs> thought you were going to say that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I want to find <laughs> out... <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking at me. <laughs> we want to find out exactly. It's a, a new regular segment. Um, we want to try and now. We appreciate this podcast isn't going to be out for another week or so. But um, at the time of recording, we're going to try and be topical and newsworthy. <laughs> <laughs> and we want to find out just how our chief scientist has affected his environment. Ooh. Oh. Well, um, because basically, our chief scientist is in fact a megalomaniac yes. and would be world dictator. Yes. Uh, in, a, in our so. Our new section, we're mm-hmm. going to find out how he's affected modern, um, basic topical issues no. in our new section called Viva el Presidente. Mm. 
Are we allowed to mention the murders, or are they still secret? <laughs> what have you been up to this week? Oh, dear, okay. A prepared statement here. Ah, mm. oh, right, good, mm. good. This is from the El Presidente News Agency. Yeah. Okay. Fellow citizens, it has been brought to the attention of my benevolent administration that the US Navy plans to shoot down one of my satellites. Do not be fooled by their claims that it is in fact one of theirs. Our fledgling republic will not stand for this. Bad enough that British agent James Bond keeps destroying my secret underground complexes. Those henchmen jumpsuits are not cheap, you know, but I'm good. My satellite is harmless, only designed to laser down to the Earth's crust and create a new volcano somewhere in the Pacific. Here endeth my address. Presidente! Yes. Thank you. And there'll be more of that next time. Oh, Maybe. God. <laughs> right, well, um, yes, thank you for that, um, Adam. Oh, Fine God. Time. However, talking of presidents... Right. Yes. Um, well, it occurs to me that one of them is going to be leaving office. Is soon. he? Yes. Sorry? Stop beating around the bush. <laughs> well, it's basically, oh. we want to say goodbye uh, uh. to George W. Gump. Ah, uh, bye, W. Bye. He's still got another 11 months or something. Exactly. And so, um, for the rest of the podcasts, life up until he leaves office, um, <laughs> we're basically going to be reading out little prepared statements that the President of the United States of America, so basically the most powerful man on the planet, has uh, said, just to show you what the order. past eight years have done to us. Point of order. Hello. El Presidente is the most powerful man on the planet. Mm. In his little head. He's just not been recognised as yes. such yet. <laughs> and, uh, well, it's not just that, but he hasn't given me Australia yet. These are genuine Bush's Bush quotes. Um, Allegedly. Well, no, I think they are. I think they are. Yes, mm. anyway. Mm-hmm. And Most we'd like to thank the makers of the Bushism calendar. Because oh, yeah. no way in hell are we going to sit through a load of Bush speeches just to get these. Um, yeah. So, first one. The education issue ought to be discussed about. Oh, lordy lord. <laughs> Remember, the most powerful man in the world here, folks. Mm. It is clear our nation is reliant upon big foreign oil. More and more of our imports come from overseas. <laughs> <gasps> really? Yeah. Mm. Can yep. I ask a question? Yes. Yeah. We have a, a regular listener. Yes. Leslie. Hi, Leslie. Hi, Leslie. Hello, Leslie. We'll be hearing more from Leslie later. We will. Yeah. Leslie strikes me as... Sensible. ...sane, intelligent, sensible person. Yes. And she is of the American persuasion. We think. We think. We think. Well, she, well, she, she lives is. there. Yeah. Yeah, if you could... But there is a Welsh hint to mm. her. There is, yes. But how can... That one country produced such contrasts. And why isn't Leslie the president? Well, why, well, that's a very good question. Why isn't Martin Sheen president? He should be. He should be. He I should mean, be, with yes. Aaron Sorkin as his advisor. <laughs> yes, yeah. that would lower the price of Coke. Um, <laughs> oh, that's a very bad joke. As indeed are most of the jokes on this podcast. And finally, for the moment, rarely is the question asked, is our children learning? <laughs> oh, bless his little cock. Oh, okay, that takes us up to um, Saturday and Sunday, January the, the 4th and 5th. Morning ah, okay. so, we've, so we'll be coming back to that for, on January the 6th. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. 
best, best let you know the next two or three podcasts are going to be fairly similar-ish topic-wise because yeah. it's a very, very, very good little time for television over here in the UK. It is mm. Neighbours is the on moment. the minute. Yeah, well, Neighbours has moved to Channel 5. Oh, Channel they 5, filmized yeah. it. They what? Filmised it. You know, it's, it's you know, shot on video. You just criticised no. George Bush for his lack of grasping. <laughs> Filmised is a technical term, No one can see your little fingers doing well, why that why did he do them thing? earlier? He's El Presidente. He 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 and it wasn't. That was just finger wants. puppet death. That was, yes. <laughs> that was Nashi Strashy's thing, wasn't it? Uh, but, I mean, you've basically got, what's it? Um, finger puppet death? <laughs> yeah, he was... He, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you, oh, thank God this isn't a video podcast. Monday night you got Skins. Which is a very good thing. It's very good. What sort of programme is that? Um, it's a Channel 4. It's a special programme. Tuesdays... Um, you're going to have Hotel Babylon and, of course, Shameless. None of which I watch. Yeah. Well, Hotel mm. Babylon's fun because it, it, it daft as a brush and knows it. And Shameless has become a bit of a pantomime, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Wednesday okay. nights, of course, it's Captain Jack and the giant kitty of doom. Dun, dun, dun. Which we'll be talking about a little bit later. Okay. Well, not the kitty of doom, but Torchwood. Um, Reaper. Um, the Reaper is around mm-hmm. on E4. Yeah. And uh, what's Xena? Not seen that. Oh, I thought Zena. Zena. <laughs> in the past. They are actually repeating Zena on Bravo at home time for kiddies. Ah, I've got Ooh. first half it on DVD. Man. Oh, okay. Well, the first half of Zena. Is it the top half or the bottom? <laughs> <laughs> the bottom half. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Uh, anyway, like and Thursdays, of course, um, are Ashes to Ashes. Uh, now, we're going to be talking about Ashes to we Ashes are. and mm-hmm. Torchwood over the next two or three podcasts yeah. because they're current at the moment. Uh, we're not going to be talking... About Primeval. Oh, we should do it at some point. We may mention it at some point. I'm sorry, but essentially, Primeval to me, I tried to watch it. You just said we're not talking about it. I'm going to give you my reasons for this. (laughs) Remember, it's not just down to me, it's down to you lot as well. But I don't watch it, so I can't. I like Primeval. Yes. I've never seen it. There we go. Um. Mm. <laughs> name is I mean, essentially, I watched three episodes of it. By the third episode, I was thinking, why do I bother? Because it was essentially it was from Norwich. It's the monster of the week. Here's John Benson with your choices. Would it be A, a mammoth on the motorway? <laughs> B, bugs in the underground? Or C, a pterodactyl in Cardiff? Those are your choices. You choose which monster of the week you want here on Primeval. Okay. Well, just to cap it all, um... Primeval's coming back for a third season um, yep. oh, next year. Oh, and they're going to do a Doctor Who as in design a monster. Oh, yes. oh I had heard that, that yes. That's a good thing to do. Yes. Presumably this could be a future creature. Yeah, it'd probably be a future creature along the lines of the back creature. Hmm, let's just yep. think. What would be a really good... Something that's going to be a world winner. Hmm. I was using a salt pot the other day, this little salt shaker. And, and I think it should be the little green fellow with a mohawk. Uh. <laughs> what, a green Mr. T running around, only three foot high? No, he absorbs people, maybe. Oh, that's a good idea. Yes. The absorber lot. Now, the, the, yeah, they, they could, I don't know, they could get in a popular comedian to play it. They could do. Like yeah. Tony Slattery. Yes. A popular comedian. <laughs> Who's Tony Slattery? <laughs> you don't like Tony Slattery, do you? In fact, you have no. ranted against Tony Slattery. Oh, yes, in my rant on um, the Staggering Stories website. <laughs> no. did it, did it, oh, ah, yes. Actually, I forgot to put that in. We shall come back to that a little bit later on. But for the moment, we need to talk. I know I'm all over the place tonight. You are. It's the pizza. We're going to talk about Ashes to Ashes. Ashes Ooh. to Ashes. Which? David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Sorry, he's just proposed to his fiancée and he's frightened. Frightened? Yes, because he's realised she said yes. It's not just that. There's also, he's got genuine 
genuine fear for his friends and his brother. Why? Mm. Well, um, El Presidente's ruled himself out of the running for best man. Okay. Um, Keith is now in danger. <laughs> and as soon as bloody Kosovo, of course he's in danger. Uh, and, and basically, um, his brother, as soon as I can find him, will be having an accident in Paris. And yes, actually, I'll have two brothers. Oh, um, well, um, an underpass has two ends. Exactly, and we only need sort of a few paparazzi. Hmm. <laughs> yes. Anyway, um, so ashes to ashes. Now, fun, quick fun, bit fun, of um. Background. A little bit of a, con- uh, not concept, a, a, bit, a, bit, a bit of context. Context. Mm-hmm. It's the sequel to Life on Mars, which is it? Philip yes, Glimster and John Sim. It's an interesting question. Is it a sequel? Ah, or yes. Is it a spin-off? Sequel or spin-off? Oh, it's a toughie. Mm. It is. What's the difference? Who knows? <laughs> well, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, now, Ash, uh, sorry, uh, Life on Mars was set in 73. Yes. 1973, indeed. Yeah, uh, it ran for two series. Yes. Uh-huh. Yep. And at the end of which, Crumbly, he died. He did oh, die. Okay. Spoilers from here, by the way. I throw my hands up and, and that's admit what he to did, me. and he went ah, <laughs> splash all the way that's to the right. ground. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, I thought the scenes where he came out of the hospital, where he was um, in the present day. Yeah. I. <laughs> Sorry, Crumbly's flapping his hands around. <laughs> We've got to do a video podcast at some stage. <laughs> I mean, I just thought the scenes where he came to, I mean, were um, a higher level of the coma because he returned to um, the scene from which he just departed. Yeah, when, no, I no. think it's like waking yeah. up from a really good dream to let the cat out because she's meowing and then going back to bed and managing to pick the dream up exactly where you left off. Yeah, but yeah. how likely is that? It happens to me all the time because the cat, she just hides in the bedroom. And, you know, it's about three <laughs> o'clock in the morning and suddenly she's so, meowing to be left out. So you're sleepwalking then? I'm not sleepwalking. If I was sleepwalking, I'd go somewhere worthwhile, not downstairs into the kitchen. Oh, there's food in the kitchen. Yeah, but I'm asleep. So if I tried to have a sandwich when I was asleep, I'm sorry, this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God. I've known these people for a long time. Long time. God help me. So anyway, um, yeah, he's dead, Grumbly, all right? It's been officially confirmed. He committed suicide. The the premise of the series of Life on Mars being Sam Tyler involved in the road accident. He was hit by a car. car. Yes. Mm -hmm. Very well he was. And he woke up in nineteen seventy three. Was he mad? Yeah, back in time. Was he in a coma? Indeed. We finally find out that spoilers. He he was in a coma. (laughs) Yes. But whilst he was there, it was essentially a whole imaginary world built up in his head. A very mm. detailed imaginary mm. world. Yes, very. With a Manchester police force. Yeah, which uh, is where he was based. Yeah, 1973. You had DC Chris Skelton, yep. which is Detective mm-hmm. Constable for people who aren't of the English bent. Um, you had DS Ray Carling. Yep. Uh, you had, of course, The Boss. DCI. Gene Hunt. Mm, yes, Gene, Gene Hunt. Gene Hunt. Gene I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and Philip Glister made Gene Hunt his own. Yeah. yeah. Totally rocked. It's he... a cross between Jack Regan from the Sweeney yeah. and somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Whose name will come to mind sooner or later. Oh, was, oh come off it. It was Jack Regan. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. he was meant to have based it on Brian Clough as well. Yes, Br- yeah, Brian Clough, who was an old um, yeah. football. association football manager. Yeah. Now then, young man. <laughs> that was my Brian Clough impersonation. That was actually not too bad, yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. I, mean, this, I mean, that was the football manager who would run onto a pitch to clout supporters around when the head. When they invaded the pitch. Yeah. Yeah. Very un-PC. Oh, incredibly un-PC. Totally. 
character. Um, and he became the star of the show when it should have been Sam Tyler. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But the, the, the character is just so... <laughs> so so non mm. yeah. completely is, is and it, it fitted very well with the lyrics of the Bowie song Life on Mars mm. where uh, the title came from yes mm-hmm. so anyway at the end of this of course uh, spoiler he gets killed mm-hmm. and they come up with a spinny offy sequely sort of thingy called Ashes to Ashes mm. Yep. Can you see the connection there? You can. Yep. Oh dear. Basically, I think um, Sam Tyler, what's his name, John Sim, yes. yep. wanted out after two years. Well, there was a very a good reason for that. Decision. Oh, yes. Which we will come to because we need to compare and contrast. Yeah, exactly. It was a lot of work for him. He was away from his family for months on the yep. end. Yeah, in Manchester. But they didn't want to end the series, so nope. they came up with this idea of replacing the central character, who's yes. the entire program is his dream. Yes. It's a tall order, but they yeah. do it. And. Hence his new series with this new central Which is uh, D.I. Alex Drake. Alex Drake, mm, yes. yes. Who, and spoiler again, big pause whilst you turn off the podcast. Spoiler oh, music, spoiler, 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 spoiler music, spoiler music, spoiler music, spoiler music. Okay. Um, Alex Drake basically gets shot. <gasps> Apparently. Yes. Apparently. Well, she... she sees the bullet coming towards her. Perhaps mm. she ducks just in the nick of well, time. Well, you see her fall to the ground before you actually see her her view of the bullets coming towards her. Ah. Yeah, so just think how many cameramen they killed trying to get that shot. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it may have been a CGI bullet. But I don't know. Really? No. I mean, the BBC are having cutbacks nowadays. <laughs> All the money's going to go to Doctor Who. Well, um, it's a standard deaf camera, so maybe they can get, need to get rid of a few. Standard deaf camera? Yeah, it's not in HD. It's not in HD. <laughs> Forget high, high def, it's standard def. Standard def. <laughs> yeah. John Sim got the high def all the way down. All the way down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's getting worse. Anyway, um, and so she wakes up and to a superb piece of music. Oh, Ultra Vox's Vienna. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, that, that big you. smile on my face. How can she know about Gene Hunt and Co? Well, well this yes. is it. Well, John Sims' character well, at the end of Life on Mars basically sent a report about all this. Yeah, she's a police psychologist. Yep. She and had it in her car. Yes, and she was reading it. And, <laughs> and so she wakes up in 1981 in London, in 1981, which is where she's based, yes. and she meets Gene Hunt, Ray Carling, Chris Skelton. Who just happened to have been posted from mm. Manchester. That's it. Yeah. From Manchester, yeah. Um, with a new car. Indeed, yes. Yes. a very new car for 1981. Well, for 1981. Yes, an incredibly new car. Yeah, too. Oh, anyway, um, an Audi Quattro. So the question is, how has she managed to envisage Gene Hunt and all the others? Yeah, okay. perfectly like that. But has she? We don't know. That's They're played by a, the same actors, but we yeah. don't know she's imagined them exactly so the same way. So the, the point, the, the, the a consensual hallucination. The one thing we've got to say straight off here is the ground rules haven't properly been set for this series. No. With Life on Mars, they were set. Oh, you, you're never sure until last episode what was going on. Yeah. No, exactly. That was one of the ground rules. Yes. And secondly, Sam Tyler, if he wasn't in every single scene, was able to witness what was going on. He was effectively in every scene, apart from yes. a couple where he was watching it on a TV, Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and a couple where he was seeing somebody else's flashback. Right. Uh, okay. <laughs> exactly. It makes sense for you to see it. But now, <laughs> characters who are apparently part of the imagination are doing their own thing. Mm. Why has that ground rule changed? Maybe that's intentional. Well, clearly well, it's intentional. And why, within the narrative, has that changed? Mm-hmm. I, I have a theory. Go on. It's to do with her brain damage. Go on. She's been shot in the head. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. And maybe that has somehow split her brain. So she's got maybe, you know, 
cut the corpus callosum or something. So each hemisphere of the brain is That's operating independently. <laughs> <laughs> I see. So one half independently acts as Gene Hunt. And or some character, a... and the other half is Alex Drake. Hmm. I don't know, just a guess. No, no that's, that's because far too intelligent. <laughs> one, thing, one thing you do find out, I mean, from the very start, I mean, she is very knowing of what's happened to her. That yes, now that's a problem. Yeah. She knows that she is, she's seeing Gene Hunt and everything else, so actually thinking, oh, God, I've been shot. As you do. <laughs> and fake keeps falling asleep. No, no, I'm not. I was just going to say that brings about one of my favourite parts so far oh, yeah. where whenever she refers to Gene Hunt she does quotation marks with her mm-hmm. fingers yeah. and by yeah. the end of the first episode he's very very ticked off by this <laughs> yes. she doesn't do it in the second episode no it? it's a shame but the thing is she's coming over because she knows as she, she knows what's going on well she thinks she knows what's yes. going on yeah. she's coming over as such a smart ass and not yeah. really caring too much yeah. A lot of the comments that have been posted in various places they, they, people don't like Alex Drake no. That is a problem. It is a problem. If you're a second... Well, right, Gene Hunt's supposed to be the central character. He is now the yeah the first... But the character. central character of the narrative is her. Yeah. You got, that's got to be likeable. We're back to series 28 of Doctor Who again with Rose and Tennant's Doctor. The characters weren't 100% likeable, but they were so smug. Now, in this case, Alex Drake mm. isn't likeable, so it makes it harder for the audience to... In her defence, she's better on second viewing, I find. Really? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Stamp my bottom. <laughs> Stamp my bottom. I mean, I wouldn't say she was unlikable, but I mean... I so, I mean she's, with she's very aware of her surroundings, what's, hap- what's happening to her. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's drawing upon um, Sam Tyler's experiences. I mean, OK, I mean, that might alienate some viewers of, the, uh, of um, Life on Mars. Because, I mean, as I say, sort of, Sam Tyler was all lost and alone in this weird, you know, weird wonderland of 1973. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wondering what the hell was going, you know, wondering what the hell was going on. Exactly. And now, mm. both we as an audience know, and, and the main knows. character. Mm, yeah. So the question is, where's the big twist? They have promised one. Well, I hope they do because it ne- I've been they need to do very something. Very disappointed so far because it looks like it's going to be just more of the same and. I mm. dread getting to the last episode and they don't give a real reason for it happening. I'm sure they will. I, I think I they, they, they need to set their ground rules out pretty sharpish yeah. and mm. give us a proper central mystery. I think the mystery mm. Sorry, might Karen. be what is Gene Hunt. Yeah, mm. and also... Or the but, that's, but, it's not, but that's not coming forward enough. Or the, purpose, I mean, or the purpose as to why she is in 1981. Yeah, and is... I mean, okay, I mean, a lot of people have drawn assumptions that she's there to save her parents. Yes, as she is. But how could she if she's in a coma like Sam was? Well, she thinks she has to, in her fancy world, save her parents, and that would be the trigger for her to wake, to up, wake up in yeah. the real world. But then yeah, she'd but, be really disappointed because mm. they'd still be dead in real life. And... Well, yeah, yeah, but there again, so some people do think that, I mean, what she what, hallucinates, dreams, or sort of envisages, I mean, does have some bearing on her real life. Well, it didn't seem to with Sam Tyler. No. In all fairness, his dad still did a runner and... Yeah. Nothing seemed to have changed. Even though in some of the episodes you got the feeling he had mm. altered the real world. When he woke up, there's yeah. no evidence he actually yeah. had. No. He'd also imagined that bit too. Well, they steered away from that, yeah. I mean, um, the other thing you've got to think about, of course, you've just got yet another death figure. Yes. The clown. The clown, yes. who I'm that... not finding in the least bit... Freaky. You're not finding the crown. The crown creepy. No, the crown creepy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the clown used um, 
in David Bowie's video, yeah. I did find creepy. But well, that was I, Bowie, I, that wasn't was David Bowie. Well, yeah, yeah, well, he's, yeah. Creepy. But this clown, <laughs> yeah. I thought, oh, great, you know, this is going to actually make me go, ooh, and sort of back away. But no, I don't find it creepy at all. I do. Well, if you're a colorophobe, yeah, you would find it creepy. There's <laughs> another one of these words. Word. They are using it rather a lot. Yeah, it's I in the background a lot. Whereas before... The test card girl was just occasionally every popped now out. Yeah. Yeah. Though I have to admit, from that first episode of Ashes to Ashes, Zippy scares me! Oh, Zippy's <laughs> scary. They should have made him the central. <laughs> oh, that's a Zippy from Rainbow. Yep. <laughs> in case, because George and Zippy pop up, which I think is because, oh, the Windy Miller thing worked really well from Camberwick Green, mm. whatever it is. Mm. Let's, Let's do, do it in something else. <laughs> <laughs> How lucky Roy Skelton's still alive. <laughs> if this is all cleverly planned and cleverly written, yes. as I hope it is, yes. um, I don't think any line is there to be thrown away. In no. which case, yes. why was, um, in Gene Hunt's world, why yes. was Sam Tyler's body not found? Yes. Good is he thing. going to appear? And apparently he lasted another seven years. He did. How did she know that? Or her, or... Um, her subconscious. Gene well, Hunt. Yeah. If he's a real entity, he would know. But how would she know that Sam Tyler's returned? Yeah. She wouldn't. No. I mean, is it just a part of the fabrication of her um, reality? Yeah, now did she just dream that up? Mm-hmm. Or does she really know, or does Gene Hunt really know as some well, kind of entity it. who actually lived it? So essentially what they've done has worked. Because look at us. We're sat around here thrashing out all the various <laughs> theories. Yeah, but there's still the risk that we're going to be really disappointed. Well, in there was always that risk time. with... with Well, you might have, they're not no, going to give the answer to it in this series, are they? Because it was, all, it was new... And no matter what yeah. happened, it was new and you had the anticipation. But mm. ashes to ashes at the moment, it just it seems needs that to extra be, thing yeah, in there. There's mm. an edge missing. It just seems to be more of the same. Talking of an edge and everything else like that, um, one thing that some people have been commenting on, and I've got to agree, is there's too much 80s music. I th- back with Life on Mars, they had the, 70s, yeah. <laughs> had the 70s music, but they also had a lot of incidentals, which are very atmospheric synth stuff. Oh, yeah, agreed, uh, yeah. Uh, with Life on Mars, uh, sorry, with Ashes to Ashes. It's just 80s pop stuff, or Scar, or stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's a case of, no, a bit too much. You need to build the atmosphere again. And the feel of the whole show is different. Yeah. It's a lot more, slightly more lightweight. Certainly I, I don't like the setting as much as 1973. 81... I think it's because we all have clear memories of 81. Yeah. That's it. I mean, most of the people are going to be watching memories it. of 73. See, I, I have very few memories of 73. <laughs> so most most of the people unique. who are going to be watching it are sort of children of the 80s, so to speak. Yeah. Mm. As are the writers, probably. Mm. I don't know oh, yeah. they are. But. Like I say, brilliant. Oh, wasn't it funny to see Steve Strange trying to sing? <laughs> uh, trying to sing, um, what was it? Uh, Fade to Grey. Fade to Grey. Badly. They had the same trouble when they were recording it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> sorry. Fa- so, go on. On to the whole, back to the whole setting thing. Yes, yes. It feels more like a generic mid-80s than 1981. Yes, it does. Now, funny, 1980, 1981 with the fag end of the 70s. Yeah. So. With the leftover of mm. punk, um, the new romantics really kicking in. It feels more Miami Vice-y. Yeah. yeah. Sort mm. of sunny 80s. Perhaps they feel they can get away with this now because everybody knows it's fabricated reality. So it's a generic 80s rather yeah. than an accurate mm. one. Whereas in 1973... They had to keep it, keep you guessing whether it was real or not. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they had to pay a bit more attention to really making it feel like. Yeah, but there again, nineteen. Well, the early seventies were the fag end of the sixties. Yes, that that's very true. Yeah, 
And, of course, the early 60s were the fag end of the 50s. Okay. <laughs> What's <laughs> fag end stuff? I don't <laughs> no, I mean, know. not so much that, but, I mean, as I say, the music and fashions, I mean, it just seemed We're rather... always a passion at the yeah. Copa. They don't just suddenly change. It's 1980, right? We're all going to wear yeah, stupid hair and roll our sleeves up far too much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it, it didn't happen like that. And, yeah, it's... Mm, it, it's it bears watching. Yep. To see what they're going to do, mm-hmm. but I, I, I mean, what's it? There's lots of letters on CFAX and whatever. People just don't like it. No, it's a shame. Yeah, very much because the characters need the characters very much deserve the extra yeah. programming, the extra screen time. Yeah, you know, uh, Gene Hunt and the others. But mm. I and I feel sorry for the woman playing Alex Drake because she's going to get all the grief if it doesn't work. Well, that's the mm. thing. That's what's worrying about it. Um, Life on Mars. I thought Sam Tyler was a very strong character. Yes. But yeah. Ashes to Ashes, if you take Gene Hunt out of it, there's no one. No, Alex seems a little bit... Um, wishy-washy at the moment. Not just wishy-washy, but ditzy. Yeah. All over the she place. She certainly was in the first half, first episode. She really well, I was was that, that was complete shock, but so was Sam. He was all mm. over the place in the first... Yeah. She does get better, I think, in the second half, first episode. But because she's episode. not taking it... Se- Sam started to take it seriously. Yeah. And it's all right, I'm going to do police work and, you know, I'll do my job yeah. and see where this comes out. She thinks she knows what's going on, so she's not taking exactly. it that, seriously. That's quite a, well, that's that's quite a log- logical way to, to think. She thinks she's imagining all this because well, she's it, read that file. It's, it's backfiring for the programme makers. It that, is. It also probably doesn't help that she's had her first episode, the, um, oh, my God, what's <laughs> I've had an episode, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and then they chuck her into, spoiler music, spoiler music, la, 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 the second <laughs> The second episode with her mum, and so she yeah. doesn't know how to act. You know, it's, it's her mum, yeah. And so she needed perhaps she yeah mm. she needed an episode, another one where she could just find her feet before yeah, getting them knocked out from under work. her again. Maybe. So and wasn't we... her mum a bitch? Yeah. Oh, she is right, frosty old cow. Oh, she really God. was. Huh? <laughs> she reminds me of one of my aunts, but I'm not going to tell you which one. Flo. Damn. <laughs> Right. So, um, we keep our fingers crossed for Ashes to Ashes. Yeah, so we go mention anything specific about the first three episodes? Um, I, I don't know. It's, we are going out around the world. <laughs> we haven't given enough away already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Run through a few quickies. Okay, I don't have much, but... Because, uh, like I say, we're going to be doing the same thing every week, every yeah, podcast now, actually, so we've got to be careful. Much, but, uh, the first episode seemed very frenetic to me. Well, there's a lot of scene setting. Mm. And the characters seemed like caricatures of their former caricature self, until Gene Hunt, uh, Chris and Ray. They mm. didn't seem to be quite, quite as They were real trying too as... hard to give Gene the shocking lines. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and they a bit OTT with rousing music tra- when Gene Hunt yeah. comes I in I think what they were the trying to do, I mean, I mean, in the early 80s, the police were a much maligned uh, force. Rightly so. Mm-mm. In all fairness. Mm. And um, I think they were trying right, to... Right, you gay black bastard, I'm going to victimise you. <laughs> I think they were trying to exaggerate the more um, neolithic aspects of Gene Hunt's character. Maybe. Uh, he's always been like that, though. Yeah. It, it was basically a case of, it's Gene Hunt, we're going to draw him up in broad strokes so everybody can recognise him again. Yeah, I think so. It did settle down in the second episode somewhat. Yes. Yeah. They are kind of back to where they were. I mean, they, they reused the surrounded by armed bastards line. Mm. Yes, they they reused a couple of bits, and the bit where he's reversing away from all the, uh, the boxes, boxy did kind of the eyebrow thing, and yeah. that they did in the, the yep. opening credits of <laughs> Life on Mars, and she did it back. 
Yes. <laughs> right. It's quite good. That Next, obviously. opening credits. Uh, trying too hard to be like life on Mars, but not. But not. Yeah. With a slight Dallasy dynasty sort of edginess to them going through <laughs> sort of picture mixingness. Yeah. Sorry? Yes. Okay. <laughs> DeLorean? Uh, second episode. Yes, the DeLorean. Oh, I wish they DeLorean. made a comment about it going 88.8. Yeah, yeah, I was expecting something there and they didn't do it. Yeah, that would have been, oh, I'm back in time. They did mention the A-team at the end of the first one, which, of course, is also a few years later. A little bit later, yes. But, uh... I think that was a knowing wink to the audience rather than... Yeah, Gene Hunt didn't seem to know, I don't think. No, but basically they... We've got two episodes in so far. We yep. need to find out the ground rules a lot clearer yeah. and where this is roughly where this is heading. We don't want all the answers, Definitely but we need not. it to settle down. Yeah, mm. agreed. Because mm. the characters deserve better. I mean, all in all, so I mean, it's in, I mean, I enjoy it, but I mean, as you say, I mean, it needs to set out some ground rules. Mm. Yes, definitely. There were four I means in that sentence. <laughs> uh, well, if well, anybody's playing the uh, Staggering Stories podcast <laughs> drinking game, the rules for which can be found on the site at www.staggeringstories.net. Um, basically, uh, you, every time Crumbly speaks, you should get pissed as a fart. <laughs> Pretty much. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. So, moving on. Yep. Now, because we're going to rattle through these, we don't want to bore you senseless more than we normally. Have. Do. Yes. Yep. January the 6th. Oh, more. Yes. More W, isn't it? Yes, like I say, mm-hmm. um, from now until he leaves. <laughs> they misunderestimated me. Oh, Lord. Uh, <laughs> January the 7th is... Yep. I think if you say you're going to do something and don't do it, that's trustworthiness. <laughs> I, I'm oh, sure he believes that. He probably does. <laughs> ah, dear. Moving on. Leslie for president. Martin Sheen for president. Leslie. <laughs> Leslie's a real person. Martin Sheen's a figment of your imagination. <laughs> no, Martin Sheen exists. No, he doesn't. Bartlett exists. Martin Sheen doesn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Have we got the feeling that fake Keith's lost it big time? Uh, it doesn't it's matter. chocolate, I think. Yeah. Martin Sheen oh, exists. He was in... Um, no, apparently that was Jed Bartlett, according to Fake yes. Keith. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Laura he was and going I, around killing Viet- Vietnamese. With Jed what Bartlett. Charlie Sheen, you knob. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, that was Martin that Sheen. Was Martin Sheen. Are you sure what? In yes. Platoon? Yeah. No, uh, no, Apocalypse no, 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 Now. Oh, sorry, I, I do apologise no, for calling no, you a knob. No. <laughs> You're a knob. Mm-hmm. Right, not talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Laura and I really don't realise how bright our children is sometimes until we get an objective analysis. <laughs> right. Um. The important question is, how many hands have I shaked? <laughs> <laughs> Most powerful man in the world there, uh, boys and girls. Not as many as the Queen. Oh, now then, we've got a competition. Competition time. Competition time. Competition time. We're offering up a free, count them, f- no, a free <laughs> Staggering Stories t-shirt, like similar Ooh. to the one I'm modelling at the moment. Yes. Without the stains. Yeah. The pizza stains. Yeah. And, and That's the not pizza. And the wobbliness. <laughs> um, the wobbliness? Wobbliness. You have wobbly t-shirts. I have a wibbly wobbly body all of my own. Um, mm. It's moobs. It's in the shed. It's moobs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so we are actually going to offer up a uh, 
free T-shirt to basically the first person who will email in to okay. the, mm-hmm. our email address, show at staggeringstories.net. Well, how are we going to do this? How are we going to introduce <laughs> this? We're going to sing a theme tune. <gasps> Badly. Now, we're not going to say if there's lyrics to it, we won't sing any lyrics. We're, I mean, we're tempted to do it as Beaker. From the Muppets. Yes, suck. we could do that, couldn't we, Crumbly? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay. And if you can guess what it is, uh, tell what it email is. us, and the first one we randomly pick out will win the T-shirt. <gasps> we're going to try and make these UK-based because we'll save on postage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, Leslie, you may be president, but you're not winning a T-shirt. Dear God, right. she isn't here, but her presence is overseeing all. Her yeah. presence. presence. You got us presents. Yeah, she got us oh, lots of presents. You, we'll be talking about Leslie's presence later. Oh. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, so, one, two, three. Stop! Stop now! Stop! Please. Please oh stop. my god, that was loud. <laughs> oh, are the things gone all black and wobbly? Oh. <laughs> That's it, really. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <the Pertwee. coughs> oh dear. We didn't say hello to the head of Pertwee. We have a hello, head of, hello head, of, head of Pertwee. Oh, what a surprise he hasn't answered back. He winked at us. He did. Uh, don't, don't forget, there is a head of Pertwee webcam. Where? Uh, on they'll put there'll be a link to this um, in the blog roll again, along with the Mr. Dalek webcam. Oh, yeah. I want to mention the uh, Ten Doctors comic thingy, Bobby. It's, it's very good. It's drawn in a. It, it's obviously it's unfinished artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a couple of pages which have been inked and coloured, uh, but the rest of it is just line drawings. But they're, they're very good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got everything, including the kitchen sink, thrown in. Ooh. It's got a kitchen sink in it. Yes, I think it's set after Doomsday, after the piano's fallen on Rose. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we ought to put a link up to that as well. That's gone. They took it down. Oh, oh. You're joking? Yeah. What spoil sports? It, it was this brilliant thing from Doomsday uh, at the end of uh, the Doctor Who. Doomsday is ruined in the Keith household. Mm, well, in my household as well. Because <laughs> yeah. basically, there's Rose being all mournful and driving Rose. from Norway. Yes, uh, to Bad Wolf Bay, where she stands there and looking this is for the it. the day that I died. And a piano falls on her. And goes, clang. clang. <laughs> and it's very funny. <laughs> Ruined Doomsday. I no yeah. longer cry at the end well, of Doomsday. I can't watch Star Wars <laughs> now. Why Star Wars? Because of Blue Harvest. Blue Harvest, yeah. The family oh, guy thing. Okay. Apparently they're making a sequel to it. Something, something, something. something dark side. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm oh, looking forward to that as well. Okay, so um, yeah, there's that website. There's I also want to take my hat off to Farmageddon, which we sh- haven't done. We had the five doctors mm. um, things in the blog roll, which you can still find. Uh, he did. He's done another one uh, for Time Flight. Oh yes. Oh, brave lad. Have you seen that yet, Finky? No, not at all. We'll show it to you afterwards because it is. Oh, Time Flight or that? No, 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 no. The Time Flight spoof. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Yes, I did see that. That's rather amusing. It, uh, the guys, brilliant. I wish they'd include these on the DVDs. <laughs> mm, they are very good. But, Can't be but seen to be get... taking the piss out of Auntie Beeb. No, oh, that's please. the trouble. Um, they do, don't they? Yeah, they, but you can't use an official sort of probably footage. They have to pay extra rights for this, that, and the other. Mm, You're right. Yeah. You know, so Nielsen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, so uh, again, we'll put a link up to this in the blog. But Farmageddon's Time Flight is brilliant, along with his Five Doctor stuff. I- I'd love to know what he's working on now. I don't know. Because very good stuff. Doomsday. 
<laughs> Sorry? Doomsday. You want them to, do, want doomsday. to do a doomsday one? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It needs a theme, and God knows how his mind works. <laughs> yeah, um, in a very convoluted manner, mm. and I'm not sure when this is going to be out. But at some stage, I'll have to talk to you about the Schrodinger effect. Okay, but not at the moment. Um, all right, so moving on. Moving on, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, Torchwood. Dun, dun, dun. That was a dramatic chord. Gosh, <laughs> dramatic chord shrubbery. Status quo, huh? So, Dodgewood, we're now up to episodes three and four. We're not talking about the extra episode the BBC showed, because, of course, it's going to be premiered on BBC Two, but they're going to show the next episode on BBC Three. But I've BBC seen HD. it. And BBC Three as well. Oh, mm. forget about that. I'm sorry, but I've seen it, and I need to talk about it, or I will pop. You're going to have to wait until the next podcast. You'll have to continue. Because Crumbly and I have not seen it. Then put your fingers in your ears and go la 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 la. la, la. la. <laughs> no, I'm not going to sing the Banana Splits theme for anyone. La 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 la. La 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 No prize for that one. One banana, two You asked for that. I used to love the Banana Splits. Size of an elephant after that pizza. It was... Anyway, Torchwood. Torchwood, yes. So we've got two episodes to talk about. We've got The Last Man, or To The Last Man, and... Adam. Adam. What were the names of the four banana splits? Ringo, Flingo, Drooper, Drooper and Snorky. That's it. Not the I thought you were going to say Ringo, Paul, <laughs> George. George. <laughs> that was the scales version. Isn't it Meat? Sorry? Adam. Meat. Do we do The Last Man, then? We did do The Last yeah, Man. Yeah. The last yeah. man. So it's Meat and Adam. Meat, meat Adam, everyone. Meat Adam. Right. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's talk about Meat. <laughs> anyway, down the butchers on Tilgate Parade before they shut it down. Yeah, you see, you're going there. through a clean version of me. He's laughing for whole different mm. reasons. He's El Presidente. He's allowed. <laughs> he hasn't given me Australasia yet. Oh, it's for to go out. It's for the convicts. What you want it for? Mm. And she calls to Newcastle. Meet. The one where Reese finds out. Yes, essentially. Mm. Now again, spoilers, folks. Uh, fake Keith. I didn't see that one. You didn't yeah, see no, that no, one. The spoiler song. Oh, spoiler music. Spoiler music. More spoiler music, just in case you missed the first spoiler music. Doopy doopy doo. End of spoiler music. Right. So, mate, yes. Can I just make a statement? Oh, please, yes. Go on. In the previous podcast, I. Um, Said the word given, beginning with F. Give, well, apart from and that. And you got twanged out. And yes, yes. But <laughs> based out. on the evidence presented before me in yes. the trailer for Meat, yes. I leapt to the assumption yes, that did. Reese was going to turn out to be a real badden and a bit of a knob. Yes, and I suggested. Now, I have not, not actually seen Meat. Yes. But it has come to my attention yes. that Reese was actually a thoroughly good egg yes. and took a bullet for Gwen at the end. Why are you going Welsh as you're saying this? <laughs> Did I go Welsh? You, you, you it's were. It's a Cardiff um, thing, you know. You, you watch Torchwood and you can't help it. But basically, you <laughs> said that good we turned around and said there's a good chance you were going to be wrong, and you were. So everyone point at fake Keith and go, wrong. you were wrong, ha ha ha. You, you were, were wrong, wrong, ha 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 ha. This is me. Being modest in the acceptance of my mocking. Basically, <laughs> what happens is there's this road accident. <clears throat> yep. 
And it's one of the lorries that Reese or Vans, that uh, Reese's company, lets out to people or, or, you know, allows to be chartered or hired or whatever. It turns out he works for a haulage company. Yes. Which you didn't know, did we? I don't know. I think so. And the thing is, uh, whilst he's being held up, whilst they clear the road traffic accident stuff, in a really inconspicuous... A top secret organization vehicle turns ah. up with torchwood on the side. Well, a big T on the side. <laughs> it says torchwood. It actually says yeah. torchwood. Mm. Does it? the bonnet. Yes, mm. uh, it's like um, unit headquarters. Top secret. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Here's our address. You know, <laughs> and he sees Gwen there. Yeah, and of it's course, a bit strange. He thinks. Yeah. Gosh, goodness me, what's going on here? And then later on, she denies it. <gasps> Lying in a marriage. Are they married? No, they're fiancés. Lying in a relationship. So if you happen to see fake Crumbly um, at a road accident (laughs) in a mysterious, not at all conspicuous vehicle, and she turns around and says she wasn't there, you know for a fact she's got a lover who's a pterodactyl. And that within the next (laughs) 45 minutes you'll be shocked. All right. (laughs) <laughs> Takes it he's so looking. Well. He's looking so depressed now. <laughs> the fact he's going to be shot or she's going to be like you know pterodactyl. But you are the Cutter fan. <laughs> well, the Cutter fan. What? There's, mean, there's only one of me. Oh yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there can be only one. <laughs> no. <laughs> Professor Cutter, dear God, the man couldn't get less excited about what he does. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, we, we digress. We, sorry, really? we digest. Really? <laughs> so basically, Reese decided a bit of investigating on his own. He tracks yes. down the people who hired the yep. uh, the haulage van. Yep, the thingy Bobby supplying the meat, and he goes down to the place where the address is. At the same time, of course, Team Torchwood. He follows Team Torchwood. Does he? Yeah. I thought he turned up there independently. No, he I haven't followed, seen it since it was he first. He followed around. Gwen back mm. to the hub. Oh. Ah. ah. And then, of course, and thinks there's a thing going on with her and Jack. Yes. Right. Which there may be. As far well, as I don't know. He, yeah, he, she, uh, she, she loves him, but breathing. not like that in the same way as Reese. But we'll come to that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Platonic way. And then Torchwood off somehow. I can't remember how they found the place. Tosh did. She always finds yeah. stuff. She's yes. clever. Like she's, that. she's very good with finding stuff. Yeah. So off they go, and Reese gets into trouble. Yes. <gasps> and decides, I know what I'll do. I'll pretend that I'm going to take over the dead driver's job. Mm. Mm. Which is a good in for Torchwood. Da-da-la. But not, <laughs> <laughs> not before Gwen thinks that she's that he's uh, he's actually part of it. Well, no, the rest of Torchwood think that he's part of it. She doesn't. So it wasn't just me then. Kind of does. She yeah, doesn't want to. Be. No. So anyway, there's a bigger Barney about it. A big what? Barney. Barney. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. And uh, eventually, a bigger Barney. Well, they're she telling. thinks enough's enough, and so she takes Reese down under the pavement. Um, into the hub? Yes. Yeah. Mm, yeah. If they all had special hats... Yeah. Oh, God. Would mm. they be called hubcaps? Sorry. I'll no. Leave the <laughs> <laughs> A moment's silence for that joke. Clang. 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 I'm a tumbleweed. I'm a tumbleweed. <laughs> I want to be... Do you want to know something? She's doing her very best to physically impersonate <laughs> a tumbleweed in front of the yeah. microphone. Head over heels like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So anyway, they realise they've got themselves a good in. They send Reese off undercover, which, of course, Gwen isn't too happy about. No. And they follow him in. And there's this huge, big beastie that's come through the rift that continually grows. Mm. And these guys are cutting off slabs of meat. Yep. And I'm not going to say any more, because I don't want to give the game away. 
Okay. <laughs> 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 something happens and they sort it out. So what we need I've to do? A big space whale. Yes, basically. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm surprised it's a car. I wonder if it'll be friends with me. Anyway. Um, <laughs> the splat. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> what do we think of meat? It's tasty, tasty, very, very tasty. <laughs> I take your reference. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so rude. So what do you think? I, th- I honestly think Torchwood stumbles at this, the first episode or two. Yeah. But it's really starting, I think, it's finding its feet this time. Yeah. I do, yeah, very much. Yeah. The episode before this was the... Uh, um, to the last man. Or yeah, that, yeah, and I thought that one was doing okay. Was Though I wasn't true. happy with the interaction between the gang. No. Gang, Team Jack. Um, <laughs> but that, I think this time around they got it right. It's getting better. They're feeling a lot more natural with it. The banter is relaxed rather than mm. forced. Yeah. You know, so instead of it being a case of, look, we're being funny with each other now. Isn't that good, viewing audience? Now it's more natural. It may take a turn for the worst in a couple of episodes. I can't say any more. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> yes, you can. Put your fingers in your ears and go la la la. No, but no, anyway, no. <laughs> that's, that's Stop doing podcast. your El Presidente wave at me. <laughs> <laughs> you have to sort of have the hand back. No, no, no. His is like that. To... Do you remember all the photographs? Oh, yeah. It's a little fact for you, for people out there. Whenever we went anywhere or any photographs were taken. Adam would suddenly mysteriously appear, one hand raised in a greeting and a grin. Even when we were on Logger's Leap at Thorpe no, Park. No, t- t- tidal wave. Appeared. Or the tidal wave, yes. <laughs> yeah. When the rest of us were gripping <clears throat> on for dear life. And Adam was in a different we county. Yes. Suddenly. You would pass the camera, there'd be a <laughs> flash. You would get your little picture at the end and there he'd be, smiling. Derek Akora couldn't predict. I mean, there was, was no more way. of a catalogue pose. It was. <laughs> Man from CNA. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, meat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, go on, hurry up. We got this whole um, yes problem with the character interaction. You say you said it's better. I think it's getting there. Uh, I suppose it is. In this one, we had the bit where Tosh tries to get Owen to go out and have a game of pool with her. Well, yes. And then he assumes that it's going to be an entire team. Entire team, Jack. Which is just symptomatic of Owen and why everyone wants to kill him. (laughs) (laughs) They keep on shooting Owen. Yeah. 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 Again. (laughs) Owen the bullet backstop. Indeed. But that gets uh, turned around a bit in the next episode, fortunately. But... You want to kill him just as much in the next episode? You do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but for totally different reasons. <laughs> I, I thought, I honestly thought meat was a case of okay, yep, it's it's really starting to get there now. They, they they've certainly it's rounding out okay. It feels more comfortable to watch. Yeah, yeah. It's still you know it was it was horrible seeing that CGI creature suffer. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was but, pretty poor space. Wasn't particularly great CGI, but no. And Yanto's a little bit of a wimp still. That's just the way he is, I think. Yeah. I still say Yanto, they missed a trick with his character. It would have been a cliche, but when he first started out, it was yes, sir, no, sir. And he was the quiet one who, the quiet butler who did the cleaning up. Mm. You want I to... wish they'd kept him like that. Yeah, like mm-hmm. Alfred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know okay. it's a cliche, mm-hmm. but it would have been wonderful. And right at the end of, almost the very end of series 15 or however long it's going to go on for, right. he turns out to be the really nasty person. <laughs> a bit Giles Ripper like, you mean? Mm. Yes. Mm. But no, no, it's, 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 I don't know. He got some good stuff. He got to... Uh, <laughs> Did he? 
He got to um, electrocute somebody in a cool way into their forehead, didn't he? And oh, that's that. right, yeah. He did. You get a swallow, are you? He's <laughs> <laughs> more of a gargler. Good bit of meat mm. in there. <laughs> I just had some coffee. Mm. <laughs> I found they weren't promoting the um, alternate sexuality agenda so much in this episode. Well, it's quite a Reese-centric one, which we've mm. never had before. Yeah. He's been a very marginalised character. Mm. Mm. In fact, I don't even know why he's still with, with Gwen after the end of last There's a question her. for you. I'm gonna. I'm sorry I didn't bring this up. It would be all right if it was just other people snugging, but every time it's two blokes, you have a problem. No, I don't have a problem with a person. It's, a, oh, it's an agenda. No, it's not an agenda. <laughs> it's just they're trying to show re- <laughs> real life. How you know, just because there happens to be a couple of homosexual characters, they're going to kiss. They could make it more tactful. I mean, it's, I mean. But, Yanto, but it would be exactly. But it would be, you wouldn't say that if it was a male anyway, and a female. Anyway. <laughs> well, that's the timing. That scene where um, Yanto sits on the edge of Captain Jack's desk. You just think to yourself, they're going to snog. It was pretty. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty place. I just poked that. Andy yeah. with meat. <laughs> and it was good. Jack did make a joke about uh, eating alien meat, didn't he? I think. Yes, yes, he did. <laughs> the obligatory joke. Uh, Which we'll happen. be making all the way through. Yes, <laughs> all the way through. Um, yeah, so meat definitely turned to the up. Yeah, it's interesting to see old Reese getting in on the uh, whole thing at yeah. last. And I like the fact she refused to retcon him. Yeah, which does play into the next episode. Yes, it does indeed, which we shall move on to now. Adam, which I am pretty Hello. sure, even though I didn't check, must have had the forums going, No! Why? Everybody thinking it would have been Adam from, from Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. Oh, right. Uh, which wouldn't really have made sense, because that was still in the future. Yeah. So... Is that 2012 or something? Something like that, I don't know. Yeah, something along those lines. But um, you could just imagine the f- boards going into meltdown when that sort of title got released. nobody else in the world is called Adam. No, of course not, but <laughs> it's Doctor Who's Doctor spin-off. It's Adam. Oh, God, no! Oh, Who is this Adam? Adam Smith. Adam, the guy from um, Dalek and... Oh, uh, that's your boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. That's Captain Yates. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, um, the, 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 the um, oh, you know, and Davros. the long game with the, with the thing in his head, opening his head. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Companions. So, an episode uh, basically, he people didn't really like him very much. Some but, people thought he was going to turn into Davros at one point. Yeah, indeed. Mm-hmm. He was deliberately yeah, I know, unlike. I know, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's not him. It wasn't him. Now Adam opens up. There's an extra person in the Torchwood team, Jack. That Gwen doesn't recognise until Mm. suddenly she does after he touches her. Mm. She's been away for a dirty weekend in Paris after the events of last episode. So she's limping a bit. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. Um, Walking like John Wayne. <laughs> but is John Way always having that problem? <laughs> and something very strange has happened to the We're team. About meat again. Owen's basically nice. a geek and nice. Yeah. Wearing glasses from no Redley Parents. Mm. Yeah. Tosh is a complete vamp. Yeah. Um, uh, Jack's Jack. Yeah, Jack is mm. Jack. Jack. J- Jack and Yanto are unchanged, yeah. but uh, At, yeah. Until the end. But Tosh and Owen are kind of Switch swap places. places. Yes, yes. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Gwen goes home and doesn't recognise Reese at all, mm. and has the screaming heebie-jeebies. Mm. She points mm. a gun at him, I think. Yes. I, I believe she does. That's yes. Good. Which, which is really strange, because it wasn't Owen she was pointing it at. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, um, she phones up Team Torchwood, and they come along and say, No, that's Reese. have you gone barking mad, woman? 
Mm-hmm. And um, eventually, you know, they're going to try and reintroduce her to. She goes, How can she have forgotten Reese? It's very odd. It's very strange indeed. Most peculiar. And who's this new Adam person on the team? Yes. Mm-hmm. And He's of course, got floppy hair. We know because it's <laughs> and his boy signposted <laughs> rather blatantly. With the Star Trek Remember thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> that touch your neck, shoulder. Obviously, thing. it's, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> he's doing something to their memories. But we do get to see some of Jack's memories. Yeah. We do. Mm, with yes. the Boshi, 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 Boshi Peninsula. Something Where apparently Grey, who was mentioned by Captain John. Mm-hmm. Um, it's his brother. It's his brother. Well, as I said, kind of son. You know, yeah. yeah. And the last time Jack saw him was they were running away from naughty people. Aliens. Mm. A- aliens, yes. Oh. Screeching mm. aliens, so it wasn't dark. We weren't actually seen in the... Uh, no. Uh, as well, but it's a clue we may yet find out. Mm. We sure know. we will. Anyway, that's the that's sort of last memories. Now, were these memories suppressed, or were they some of the ones removed from him by the time agency? Well, Adam mentions Jack's memories are interesting, because once he has a good kind of long history, yeah. lots of interesting mm-hmm. stuff he's been doing, some are suppressed and some are missing. Yes. So he makes, mm. he makes a distinction between Suppression the and suppressed ones and the ones <clears> which are missing in the two years, presumably. Yeah. Interesting. One, one interesting point that real Keith pointed out. Oh, yeah. Oh, come off it. <laughs> For his trip. He's always was, wrong. No, it was Keith. the fact that Jack is never referred to as Jack. Yes. In his scenes he's where he's a young son. man. Yeah, son. Yeah, they don't give away his real yeah. name. No. Yeah, I did notice that. We were sitting there Face waiting off. for them to call him Jack. Then we were going to turn off in a huff. Unless his name is Sonny or something. Son. Real. That's his name, Son. 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 Sonny. Son. Sonny. Son. Yeah. Son I got you, babe. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe it's Son is your Sonny. <laughs> oh, God. Um, anyway, <laughs> does sing after all. True. Now, eventually, Yanto manages to piece it together, sort of, when he looks through his diary. And anyway, there's no mention of Adam. How and really this, good. in all fairness, was one of the most shocking things I've seen on television in a long time. It was horrible. Very well it? acted. Mm. Yeah. It, was, it was superb, where. Basically, Adam forces in memories into Yanto's head of Yanto killing three women, women on the streets yeah. like mm-hmm. a psycho. Yeah, and it was it was a brutal, brutal scene. Mm. Not not the killing, but the whole the forcing whole, of the memories. Yeah. yeah, and I was very impressed by that. I thought very good. It was very bold, and yeah, it was really well kept within character. Yes, that instead of trying to just pretend he d- it hadn't happened. Yep. He owned up to it straight away and demanded mm. to be locked up. Because mm, he's such a good lad. <laughs> and he's a good egg. It was interesting that Jack immediately didn't believe it. Even though oh, he did yeah. lie detector. Even though, an alien yeah. lie detector. Yeah, and it still came up with him telling the truth. It was the truth. That was one, I think that's the best scene in Torchwood so far out of mm. both. In fact, there was a lot of good acting in this. Yeah. Owen aside. Yeah. Which I think was pretty <laughs> ropey, but <laughs> I thought uh, Gwen did a really good acting of oh being my God. stuck with this stranger. I thought yep. she, yeah. that was really quite convincing. It's quite sweet in places, I thought, as well. Yeah. It was, when they're gently, slowly remembering. Oh, think, yeah, yeah, when, when things were starting to click. Yeah, the little first quick getting back more. together. Maybe. Yeah, I thought it would take a yeah. couple of days locked yeah. in the room. But, you know, OK, yeah. I've got, got so much to exactly. <laughs> and um, poor old Tosh. God, she's like the Sam Carter of Torchwood. She yeah. cannot have a decent relationship without someone dying, going back to 1918. Mm-hmm. It's like SG-1. SG-1, that, oh, that, that short-lived, short-lived series. That's why yeah. I couldn't remember it. She's yeah. the only one that really gets any. Yeah, but the, 
then all the time she's getting it all the time yeah yeah but it's not lasting you know no no it's only a one night here one night there and then they die or the aliens suits Jack and then eventually Jack clicks he does yeah they restore the memory somehow which we're not going to tell you how I did find that scene rather um, it was a bit twee it was yeah and a bit rushed yes we're going to make you remember now I'm going to go around. Look into my eyes. Look into my eyes. Don't look around the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the way he's walking around placing his hand on everyone's shoulder again. Oh, it's because he loves his team and he's proud of each and every one of them. Except he, for Adam. It, it's odd that they. he does seem quite so close to them after, as I mentioned before, the absolute lack of any closeness with... Uh, what was the first character they killed off? In Susie. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Susie. It's some Sorry. overcompensating... Because um, he's he's gone off and left them to run off with the doctor for a little while, and oh, he knows that was a bad thing, so he's just overcompensating. And in the end, someone's going to call him on it. Maybe. And I said, Jack, look, enough. You don't have to keep giving me sweeties. <laughs> I'll carry on touching you there. You don't have to bribe me. <laughs> just wonder if any other member of the team ever gets off at the end of the season, or whatever. Will it be the same as Susie? Let's kind of forget about him. Bring in the next guy, or will it be genuine grief? So anyway, on the whole, Torchwood's on the way up. Up until the end of uh, Adam. Yeah. One thing I'd like to point out. Yes. Um, Adam, the episode aside... <laughs> when... As opposed to Adam, the Tosh and uh, Owen, as we've said in that mm, episode, yes. seem to pretty much swap roles. Yes. But this whole second series, yes. it's like they've decided Owen was too unlikable. Yes. And they've just completely rewritten his character. Yes. You think so? <laughs> I, I, I agree. I, mean, um, I do agree. I he's, he's, trying, trying, he's trying to be likable he now. He's trying to be mm. nice. The 1918 episode where um, him and Tosh are putting the weird detector things on the walls. Yeah. That's their official and name. It's weird, <laughs> weird detectors. What's <laughs> the detector on the weird scale? He's weird asking her how she is. He's checking she's all right. Whereas last series, he'd have asked her if she'd got any and how long was his dingle dangle. You know, he's, they just seem to be trying to write him it's more likable. Still seems inconsistent though, because he's still more likably, more like oh, worse. That's oh. <laughs> it. Still seems at one time maybe he's nice to another time he's mm. really horrible to her. I don't think he's horrible. I just think he's unthinking. Yeah, I think that's maybe. more. I mean, you can't. He's got to give him a good kicking. He has, <laughs> he has got a very cynical and a very bitter side to him. He does, but apparently that's to do with his childhood. Oh, well, we could all have that excuse. <laughs> it's something with some of us. It's actually a reason. Well, yes, some <laughs> of us had totally normal childhoods, yeah. and it's corrupted us completely. We weren't all uh, molested by our uncles. <laughs> What? <laughs> okay. not, not all our aunties made us play the chicken game. <laughs> Is this the really stern auntie you didn't like? She's the one. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway, Torchwood, on its way up, and there'll be more of this next time. Mm, yes. Next two episodes. Two, Ooh. possibly three, depending on when we record. Hurrah. So feel free to send in any opinions you may have about Torchwood to show at staggeringstories.net. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in Washington... Meanwhile! Washington, D.C. Oh, dear God. Actually, this may sound a little West Texan to you, but I like it when I'm talking about myself, and when he's talking about myself, all of us are talking about me. 
egotists are us. It's got a bit of a personality thing going on. Just a touch. I understand small business growth. I was one. (laughs) George Bush was a small Small business business growth. (laughs) This is Preservation Month. I appreciate preservation. It's what you do when you run for president. You gotta preserve. You gotta make jam. Maybe. I'd said jelly in America, I believe. Mm. Jelly. Um, but they have jam as well, don't they? Yeah. Leslie, pre- Mrs. Madam President, you can tell us this. <laughs> no, now, jelly. No. Jelly, they call jam jelly. Yeah. You have jelly on your peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, which no, the is, is truly awful. No, the difference is, I mean, jam has got all the bits in it, all the You're being a tractator again. <laughs> Crumbie's <laughs> <laughs> making hand like gestures. Scarlet, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> and jelly is um, just a jelly with the uh, flavouring in it. No bits, what, no so pips. Jam's what? got the pips in it, mm-hmm. yeah. like jam has. Yeah. Mm. And jelly is has got. It's just flavoured, flavoured jelly gunk. Which is, uh, that's over here, but in America, what's Jello? Jello's the stuff in cubes. That's jelly. Ah, uh, look! Will you look, bloody sort yourself out over there, <laughs> Madam President? Do something about it. I want to reduce our own nuclear capacities to the level. Commi- I can't even say this. Commiserate <laughs> with keeping push. the peace. Commiserate. That's what it says here. Not oh, commensurate. Com- no, commiserate. It commiserate. says here. Uh, I know how hard it is for you to put food on your family. Like <laughs> <laughs> some beans on the baby there. <laughs> right, uh, make a note of this. We're up to January the fifteenth. Oh. Actually, no. Let's take it up to the eighteenth because that's when we're gonna take it up to the nineteenth. That's Jamie's birthday. Oh, okay, all right then. Um, we cannot let terrorists and rogue nations hold this nation hostile or hold our allies hostile. <laughs> mm. Okay. Yes. Oh God, this is a long one. <laughs> the Bob Jones policy on interracial dating. I mean, I spoke out on interracial dating. I spoke out against that. I spoke out against interracial dating. I mean, I support inter- the policy of interracial dating. Jesus. <laughs> oh, <geez>. uh, yeah. <sighs> Did you know George Bush is against tourists? Uh, Whenever you yeah. hear him speaking, he goes, We're going to fight tourism. <laughs> we spent a lot of time talking about <laughs> Africa <laughs> as we should. <laughs> Africa is a nation that suffers from incredible disease. God. And Do you know what a merkin is? It's very important for folks to understand that when America. there's more trade, there's more commerce. First of all, um, um Adam. Hello. Have you anything there? Well, of course mm-hmm. I do. Gosh. What have you got? What? Yes, yes, do. Please, elucidate. What is it? Is it meat? Oh! <laughs> Not for you. <laughs> Dear team. Yes? Team. You've all done. Yes. Oh. Very well. Ooh. Who's that from? George McCready. Ah, the boss. Oh, big G. And we have... Oh, oh, oh. There, oh. It's been inc- There's another one. There's, There's another, another one card. of these. Yes. It's... Yes. It's a top Trump's card. Oh. It isn't Star Wars, eh? Oh. What's he doing? He's playing with our minds. It's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh. Is it a wet slayer? No, it is Willow. Evil Willow, Vampire Willow, or Willow? Willow. Willow. Willow, Willow. Willow Rosenberg. All right, so let let us recap. There's the hammerhead chappy. Yeah. From the cantina Mm. called... Really should learn how to say his name. (laughs) (laughs) Different time each podcast. No more. Mm. Nadon. Okay, then... Good old Admiral Akbar. Yes. The fish. And then Willow. Mm. Hammerhead Fish Willow. What do they have in common? Mm. I don't know. What is George up to? I don't know, but it's no. cunning. 
It, is it? <laughs> it's most cunning. It's mm. his throat. Now, we've received a few letters here. Um, oh. certainly have. Mm. Now, I'm going to read the first one from Leslie. Then Fake Keith is hey, going... Madam President. Fake Keith will be reading um, a letter we got from Sweden. Oh, okay. Sweden. And then I'll come back to... Uh... Oh, it's so hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Carla. Um, <laughs> and I'll come back because, uh, right, first of all, Leslie uh, sent us a little bit late. About, this is about podcast 13. Oh, 12 plus <gasps> 12 one. 12 plus one. Um, 14 minus one, yes. Uh, so it's quite fun to hear. This is a, for this couple, well, two podcasts ago, I think. Good, good. So you're going to need to go back and listen to it to understand what the uh, hell we're going on about. Sure, they'll remember. Yes. Quite knowledge. fun to hear you all open your Crimbo presents. Uh, we weren't actually opening them. We were just telling you about them. Yes. Uh, along with fake Keith, I too cannot get those small earpod things to stick <laughs> in my ears. See, <laughs> great minds and all that. Large lobes. <laughs> Did someone's phone ring midway through, or was that her imagination? I think she's hearing things. Yeah, that, that's yeah. because no, no. It's, sticking it's things in here. Stop when you meet pressure. Um, <laughs> I loved the Dalek cookies. You haven't tasted them. Oh, God, Even if they look like the blobs. Kitchen. They didn't taste anything, did they? Actually, they no. look more like bionic blobs well, with bits added. But uh, Me and Fake Crumbly, we're going to try making our, our batch and uh, see what happens. Oh, Lord. They may uh, not make it to that wedding. I was going to say. <laughs> there we go. That's it. The catering solved. Darling cookies. What a fantastic idea. Uh, even though they look like blobs. Why don't they have them here? Well, I'm sure we can possibly arrange to have some sent over. Um, mind you, I've been wanting for years to make Dalek cupcakes. Cupcakes. Cupca Ooh. Fairy cakes, I think. All right. Um, so I hope to be able to try that soon. Speak English, honestly. <laughs> About Voyage of the Damned, or Vot de... Vot de what if, like me, you've never seen the Poseidon Adventure exactly? Well, then, I haven't really. what were you doing in the 80s? <laughs> Being conceived, possibly. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Okay. I thought it was pretty good fun, not the Poseidon Adventure. <laughs> so you just said you didn't see it! And, like you, I very much disliked Runaway Bride. Thank yes. you, Leslie. Yes, you see. But at least I got to see it in January rather on Christmas Day and be all disappointed. Aww. Aww. I liked your response to Fake Keith. That's my response, I presume, uh, to Fake Keith talking about Astrid's death. It was so sad. <laughs> that, that's courtesy yeah. of McGann, basically, <laughs> and Puccini. Um... <laughs> And she does a very... You do a very good EastEnders theme tune, no, you're not allowed to. Mm. Oh, God. What was that? <laughs> she was dead impressed. Dead uh, impressed. Yes, and she... I, apparently, I was very astute. Calling, oh, no, you weren't. Calling the Voyage of the Dan theme tune the Marmite theme. You <clears> love <throat> it or you hate it. <laughs> did you really think the episode was that Christmassy? She didn't. I did. Mm. No, I didn't. Yeah, but going back to the Poseidon no. adventure, I mean... Uh, we've... Hang on, we've covered all this, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, Two I mean, podcasts just, ago. Did you not so, I mean, spill your vent? What about Leslie what? Nielsen being the captain of the uh, Poseidon? I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know something yeah, farcical or comical is going to happen when he's Not back then! He was a serious actor then! He was an actor. 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 <laughs> By the way, Leslie has studied French over ten years and has listed Lizzed in France. <laughs> And she feels qualified to tell us Van Gogh is correct. Van Gogh is the French pronunciation, ah. but Van Gogh is the correct Dutch pronunciation. Has Leslie studied Dutch? Thank you. Thank you. No, she hasn't. She's studied French. So when she's studied Dutch for ten years, <laughs> then she can come and wave her goes around. But until then, her it's goes. Gogh. Okay. 
Fair request. Sorry, Madam President, please Our, me <laughs> Our one American listener, <laughs> uh, she thinks that was you, uh, uh, Chief Scientist, but she'll have to go back and listen to remind herself. It could have been crumbly. Uh, <laughs> you have a problem with violence against cheese? Well, you do, don't you, frankly? Um, uh, it's like you're pregnant when you do that. Yeah, definitely fake cheese. <laughs> that, that was when I was stroking the mouth. Oh, you're doing it again. Leave it alone. <laughs> oh. Always feeling a kick. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> my baby, I'm having my baby. I'm sorry, it's a Young Ones episode. <laughs> oh, dear. What kind of photo is that going to have to be? Ah, uh, yes. Now, she was responding to when we were saying we'd need a photograph of her okay. to prove she was female. But you have since accepted she's female. Well, mm. she's Madam President. Well, <laughs> yeah, question. Are you, are you a natural American or are you an expatriate living in America? Mm-hmm. Yes, natural Americans, Englishman from Wales, <laughs> according to Keith. Real Keith. right. Um, she thought she'd say her best Christmas presents. Okay. Oh, yeah. um, Doctor Who season twenty nine, series twenty nine, uh, which was great. And my her friend got her the sonic screwdriver pen. <laughs> she must be the only girl with a sonic screwdriver, but I she doesn't care. <laughs> well, she works no, at a pen shop, one. so it was perfect. <laughs> no one going to crack the Joanna Lumley gag. No. 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 Okay. Um, let's see. She also got some tea from Wales, orange marmalade, marzipan, and chocolate hobnob as well. There's the picnic. There's no K in knobs. Sorry. <laughs> Pedant. <laughs> we'll go out and get some. Um, um, she also got a gift certificate for a massage. Oh, I got one of those. Uh, her knock on the door. The dodgy section. <laughs> and the completely unofficial Doctor Who encyclopedia. Excellent. Well done, Leslie. We'll more from Leslie in a moment about the last podcast. However, we from Sten from Sweden. From Sweden. Yep. um, Shall shall I read it in a Swedish accent? That's Welsh. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Like the real Keith. How many countries can accent is going to go wander all around the world? How how many countries can we offend in one podcast? (laughs) Think of the chef. Think of the chef. Um, the chef. Oh, now I've got Steven Seagal in my head. It's all right if you say bork, 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 because yeah, he's used bork. to me saying that to him. Okay, right. Uh, I can't do a Swedish accent. It's going to go Pakistani no, and Welsh. Welsh. No, 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 it's right. <laughs> dear, Eng- dear English for foreigners. For foreigners. Thank you. It is with, it great-, is with great joy I've been taking part of your podcast series, <laughs> English for Foreigners, an introduction to the English language. I find your language a fascinating one and have learned many, many new words, <laughs> concepts and ideas foreign to my native tongue. Uh-huh. My really? only complaint oh, is that you don't seem to follow the textbooks you provided at all. Oh. However, the lovely professors and Mm. you in-depth and learned discussions (laughs) about many, many wondrous things more than well make up for that. (laughs) Oh, lastly, this month's invoice received and paid. Many thanks, Sten from Sweden. Please, Hmm. what what was... Oh, (laughs) Would you like that explained to you? I don't know. (laughs) That is actually from somebody I know called Gunny. Gunny, because that's such more, so much more sensible than Sten. Um, I know him from City of Heroes. Uh, he was one of the chaps in the freelance peacekeeping agency. Ah, oh. oh, yeah. And uh, basically, he's been listening to the podcast. He thoroughly enjoys it. And it's actually, and my God, we've done something. It's encouraged him to go out and watch stuff, read stuff, and listen to stuff he wouldn't normally have done. Gosh. Like he's Stenders. 
Not EastEnders. No. <laughs> oh, God. Grange Hill. Moving on. Give us a clue. Right. Comments on the last podcast, which was uh, Podcast 14. Indeed. Indeed. This is from Leslie. Leslie, we're grateful for this. I just wish other people would write to us. We know you're out there listening. Leslie, Leslie, write under pseudonyms. I can't. She's sending it via Facebook. Oh. Oh. Leslie, set up another account. (laughs) She got mentioned in the Time Team a couple of DWMs ago. In the Time Team? Oh, I thought you meant Tony Robinson. No, 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 the proper Time Team, where they talk about sensible stuff like Doctor Who. This is the proper Time Team. They pick stuff up. Yeah, right. They show old cartoons. Sorry? What? Hmm? Hey? Tony Robinson, he show old cartoons. An old friend of mine appeared in Time Team once. Yeah. Do you know Peter Ware as well? No, um, an old friend of mine. uh, No, an no, old friend of mine, um, you know, called uh, Rolf Douglason. Um, There's another one to bump off. Mm-hmm. No, no apparently he played um, Viking, part of a Viking encampment in one of the uh, earlier episodes. He played part of a Viking, was he a wall? Was he a- <laughs> no, he played one of the members. Uh, <laughs> oh, right, okay. Back on meat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Hello, general podcast. Look, other people, please write in. Leslie, carry on, please. You're saving our oh, bacon. Absolutely. But, you know, it'd be lovely if other people would write to us. Show at staggeringstories.com. Oh, oh I'm getting on with it. Stop yawning. Oh, um, general podcast comments. I enjoyed the book report on the Virgin Novels. That's one area I really know nothing about, so I will do my best to get a hold of some of them and read. <laughs> You're going to be bankrupt then. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed your overview of Torchwood also, though I suppose it's going to be spoilers from here on. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> Since I haven't seen any of the new series and still haven't seen the end of the old. Whoops. Be quiet, my <laughs> I'm sorry, it's my belly. Um, I suppose it it'll be the same for series four. Thirty. Four. Series 30, yes. Four. She's Four. quite right. And Four. thank you for spoiling Rome Series okay, 2 right. for her. Leslie, I do, do apologise to that. I mean, okay, I mean, I haven't realised that. I mean, you haven't watched it yet. But, I mean, the question is, I mean, is Lucius Verunas dead? Yes. Or is he in a coma? They or is he him. mad? <laughs> or is he back in 73 BC? Well, well Maybe. Leslie, look at it this way. It took Crumbly over a year to, to really, really accept that Sam Tyler was dead. <laughs> so I mean that's denial. That really is. <laughs> so you can you can follow the crumbly route. Go and lay on a jeep. Um, My name is Genus Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> DCI to a murdered. Oh, no. oh, no, 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 no. Would DCI be in Roman numerals? Oh, oh God! DCI V. <laughs> 251 gene hunt. Pro console to a murder wife. Here are some. Fun. Oh, by the way, that's a point. Very quickly, go back to Ashes to Ashes. Yeah. We stamped her ass, Metropolitan Police. Yeah. Is that from the book? I haven't seen that bit. <laughs> Could be. I'll have to have a look at that it's book. It's a dipping obviously. book, another cover yeah. cover book. I haven't seen that bit. Yeah. Anyway, here are some favourite quotes identified from when she remembers who says them. Hmm. Football or rugby, he hates both. Thank Keith. Mm-hmm. And why has it got gypsies in it? <laughs> if that pterodactyl landed for a minute, fake Keith in regards to everyone shagging everything else. <laughs> yeah. Crumbly, are you a gay icon? I could be. Right. <laughs> Only on a Saturday evening. Yes. <laughs> Less Captain Jack and the Yum Yum Tree. 
Owen looks like a Muppet, and I've got to admit, he does. Doesn't he? <laughs> yes. It's a wide that mouth. felt yeah. on his yeah. face, yes. They keep killing sushi. Uh, <laughs> the best one, obviously, you're a genius, Leslie. Mm. <laughs> uh, apparently, uh, since the musical got some chuckles, I wonder if she should provide the link to Series 3, the musical parody, now complete, yes. Leslie's Ow. actually um, got some stuff up on the website, this update when this podcast is going up. Yes. Uh, mm. I think it's Captain Jack meets Captain Jack this time. Uh, could be. Yeah, basically, Captain Jack Harkness is going to meet Captain Jack oh, Sparrow. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and I've read this, and mm. she's got Captain Jack Sparrow down to a T. It's brilliant. <laughs> Not a Mr. T. Uh, no. <laughs> Get some nuts. And she liked the attempt to find out what everyone was reading, listening, and watching. Well, that worked, oh, huh? Quick, hard the rum. Although, since <laughs> many people were doing none of the above. <laughs> what? Uh, was the Torchwood theme Hardwire's version of yours? Um, I haven't done a version of Torchwood. The opening one was from the DVD. The closing one was from Hardwire. Chris, I'm sorry, mate, but I needed to use it. I do apologise. Don't hurt me. Um, it was very good. And you brought in the McCoy end titles. Thank you, Leslie. You're the only person to have ever, ever actually acknowledged the fact I put effort into doing special little Doctor Who music stings. <laughs> you any idea how long those take me to do? Oh, interminable. Did one for the five doctors, one for an earthly child, one for tenant? He needs to get out a bit, doesn't he? he yes, does, I do. Yeah. Um, I'm also doing the end theme to the Schrodinger effect. You're going to love this. Just you wait. Um, uh, it always takes her back to childhood. Oh. Ah, hello. Um, and by the way, real Keith will be killed by the Welsh. Well, bits of him, the rest have gone to Kosovo. <laughs> Thank you very much, Leslie. Thank mm, you, Leslie. Thank you. And the rest of you, get off your asses and bloody well send us some bloody correspondence. <laughs> Don't make us send Keith out to see you. <laughs> that, I believe, is that for this podcast. What about? Gosh. What about? Ah, oh, yes. Now, yes. Well, now, yes. I, I almost forgot one. about that. I'd written that down. Now, before we go, every single podcast since the pilot edition, Captain Crumbly over there. Hello. Um, <laughs> every time... Every time I basically say the name Terence Dix, he turns around and makes aspirations regarding as Mr. Dix's physique. Now, I've <laughs> tried to cut them out of every single podcast because I was incredibly rude to Terence Dix many years ago. And Barry Letts when I was drunk and I was slagging John Pertwee off to them. Um, I'm still <laughs> very, very embarrassed about it. So I've always h tried to cut out any embarrassing stuff about Terrence Sticks in the hope that I can make up for it somehow in my own subconscious. However, uh -huh. to get this out of the way and to stop me having to faff around doing this... <laughs> um, okay, Crumbly, you can now have free vent. Say what you like about Terrence Sticks. I disassociate myself totally from this. Go for it. Well, I mean, it's not, it's not so much a fully-fledged rant as I mean. I just find Terence Dix a, a source of fascination. Yeah, fascination, huh? Fascination? Pourquoi? Well, I mean, every that time... That's French. I... That must be against your Daily Mail reading sensibilities. <laughs> French? <clears throat> I mean, every Who documentary I've seen, he's always wearing the same white roll-neck pullover, and it makes him look like he hasn't got a neck. How does he smell? Terrible. Terrible. Yes, I've had to cut that joke out as well. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes, so, I mean, it's always the same white rollnick pullover, the yes. same black jacket. Yes. With this little ruddy red head on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> ruddy head. So, well, you know, um, and you know, and you know, yes? No, it's red, not green. <laughs> well, he's got very little red cheeks. 
you didn't go for that, did you? You <laughs> no, gave me no, the perfect did on that one. <laughs> I missed it. He said red, not green. <laughs> oh, green. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. He also says you know an awful lot as well. I mean. Yes. You say. You know, like, I mean, and as I say, and <laughs> as you say. <laughs> so you're suggesting he's only got one set of clothes. Yes, and no neck. No neck. Right. <laughs> this That's... is Terence Dix, the, the, one of the elder statesmen of the Doctor Who world. <laughs> An ha- absolute gentleman. He hasn't done much work since Doctor Who, so maybe he can't afford more clothes. Uh, he has done, actually. <laughs> it's just stuff we wouldn't have noticed. Lots of kids' books. He's one of the greatest oh. kids' novelists Britain's produced. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's not just the Doctor Who novelisations he's done, mate. Look him up. No, thanks. Lock him up. <laughs> Lock him up. Harsh. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, there's more to turn sticks than meets the eye. This camera made him look... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, have you got that out of your system? Yes, I have. Uh, right. Now, does this mean from now on, whenever we say ter- the words Terence Dix, I won't have to faff around with in the edit trying to cut out the he's got low neck, how does he smell terrible. awful guy? <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, goodbye, toodles. See ya. Bye. <laughs> this is me signing off. Oh, he's back to doing that again. Yeah. I don't know. You give me his head once and Queen. that's it. <laughs> you have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 15, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, and Tony Galichon. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this podcast is a McFadden publishing production for www.staggeringstories.net. The theme tune at the start was the original Staggering Stories TV program theme. And you'll never see your daughter again. (laughs) I just wet myself.